All right. Well, it's 8 p.m. on a Trans Tuesday, and welcome. Um, today is a Trans Tuesday takeover, and tonight we are taking over the hosting duties from the wonderful and fabulously talented Cassandra Storm. And to bring you our take on how to keep things on the sunny side. And while we navigate this roller coaster ride that, uh, that is living authentic lives, I'm Hannah Charlebois, and my pronouns are, I don't know, I guess she, her, hers. <laughs> I was gonna. I, so. I, 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 I was gonna. I was gonna do what I what I've seen on these little videos um, where uh, someone identifies as the she and it, and you sort of run it together, and you're the anyway. Uh, but I chose to keep it clean. So. Okay. And hi Danielle. Hi Georgette. Uh, and I'm Chloe Webb, and my pronouns are she, her, hers. Uh, tonight, not only we welcome comments and questions. From our audience we're encouraging it and we really are expecting some participation where we get your comments in the feed and uh, and we want you joining in some of the topics here and giving us some of your thoughts and ideas on how you keep your uh, journey in a positive light um, so all right well for those that are joining us for the first time uh, My Feminine Heart is a membership club with a private online community and an interactive online show tonight we feature called Trans Tuesday. And since we are both founding club members, that means we joined back in the very beginning of My Feminine Heart. And we are very excited to announce that the doors to our sisterhood will be reopening next week. If you wish to join our Diamond Club, Make sure that you are getting our emails. Uh, you may send an email to info at CassandraStorm.com or you may sign up for our waitlist at MyFeminineHeart.com. So make sure that you do that so you don't miss out in the window when membership opens. And I want to say hi to Lisa and Ashley and Jamie. Hi, Alabama. Hi, ladies. Anyways, <laughs> uh, before we begin, we would like to introduce ourselves. So let's start with my friend. I call her Hannah Charlebois just because it sounds French. Anyway. Well, it is French. <laughs> um, I, yes, I have a French surname, but I'll probably 75% probably of my heritage is uh, Ireland and maybe a little bit of uh, Scotland. But I live in Maryland, and I am the proud parent of four young adults, uh, a college graduate and three in college. Um, and the three in college are actually triplets. So, uh, that's a fun fact to present. Um, I am not married, but I do have um, the mother of my children is a wonderful woman and we get along absolutely fabulously. I love sports. I'm a veteran of the U.S. Navy. It's a CB, and if, if you don't know what a CB is, it basically stands for Construction Battalion. And um, there's a basically the builders, the Civil Engineering Corps for the Navy, and uh, they go in with the Marines and set things up. So I did that for six years, and um, after college I called it for Desert Storm. So, and I've got all kinds of experiences and fun tales, but, um, but really, uh, tonight we want to talk about some, some positive things, and um, but before we get to that, I got to turn it right back to Chloe and let her introduce herself. 
And before I start, hi Diane, hi Renee, and hi Robin. Hi Robin. Um, so yeah, I'm Chloe Webb, and uh, I'm from mostly Midwest, Mid-Atlantic. Uh, I grew up in West Virginia, but uh, lived in Ohio for a good number of years where my children were pretty much raised. Uh, and then uh, came to Virginia to be near my parents as they moved on into their old age. And uh, now I am up in the Northern Virginia area and enjoying uh, life uh, in an area where we have a very vibrant trans supportive community uh, supporting each other and an environment where um, it may not be absolutely the best, but um, it's uh, definitely one where uh, we can thrive. So uh, I really love it here, and I see a number of people on here from this area that um, also uh, enjoy that. And uh, so I'd like to hear from you all at some point. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. yeah. So, um, so tonight. Um, you know, we're, we're, we've got three topics that we're going to go through um, at, in, in our, how we keep things sunny and we would like for you all to input and maybe, you know, somewhere at the end you might have some other ideas. Um, but uh, we'll get, one area is, um, we call it life is good. You know, what is the good part in your life? And then mm -hmm. the second topic will be Happiness is self-care. How do you, uh, you know, what areas of self-care do you uh, participate in to help keep yourself on a, on a level path? And then last thing is positive support. Where do you go to for your support that helps build you up? Absolutely. Um, so, I mean, let's start with life is good. And I don't know if you can see in the background, but this, this is the t-shirt I wore today. And it's a jar full of daisies with water so they don't die too quickly. And half full. And that's, I've always led that kind of, um, uh, that kind of life, you know, despite, um, you know, I mean, most of us that are, I guess, older than 20, and I'm definitely older than 20, um, have just years and years of well, almost like a low-grade depression, I guess. But I was still a positive person, and because I was hiding a secret for so long, uh, it would beat me up. But I still managed to keep my chin up just a bit, you know. And um, once I, I made this decision to move forward and live authentically, oh my gosh, uh, I felt like you know there was flowers growing all over the house, you know, in every little pot. Um, it would just made a huge difference to me that I took the step that I needed to, and I know everyone's journey is different, but um, I never realized that I needed to take that step. But once I did, oh my, it made a huge, huge difference. Um, and, you know, I've, oh gosh, I, I've been a scout leader, I've been a coach of many different sports and things like that, and I've always encouraged, you know, whoever I was looking out for, whoever I was coaching or teaching, to maintain a positive attitude and, you know, hey, you know, okay, you, you struck out, but you filed three balls off and you made the pitcher go longer in the inning. You know, just little things like that have always been my philosophy. And, um, uh, you know, what do I do on a daily basis to, to make myself happy? Okay, I'm dressed in a little 50s outfit today. You know, I've got my hair in a ponytail and, and I've got my little tab collar and, and my cardigan. 
and it makes me happy. I work from home. This is my home office, and Chloe drove up from Virginia um, to do this uh, um, uh, to do this program with you. And but I dress up every day. I, you know, I'll send her pictures and say, "Okay, you can't do this if you're working in an office," but it makes me happy. And so little things like that, um, you know, just anything, uh, you know, just gardening, planting flowers. And, you know, these little things that, uh, that make you happy. Uh, my mom passed away a few years ago. And I remember when I was little, I used to pick daisies for her. And I would bring them home. And, you know, that was my one connection with her. So I've got, you know, anytime I see something with daisies on it, or I've got my, my daisies back here, um, you know, it's, it reminds me of her, but it makes me happy. It brings back those, those fond memories. Um, and so those are some of the things that I do, and um, you know I, I would love to hear from maybe what what little things that you may do either on a daily basis, a, a weekly, monthly basis, or um, any anything that would make that makes you guys happy. So, uh, but I'll look at the comments for a little bit <laughs> if, if if Chloe wants to. Uh, uh, well, just real quick, yeah. it looks like some, some members are having some struggles with uh, interruptions to the transmission. I don't know uh, what we could possibly do from this end. I'm sure rebooting, which would start everything over. So, um, uh, Cass did mention uh, using your cell phones. Um, since we're transmitting in, uh, in landscape mode, maybe, maybe you need to turn it sideways. I don't know. Um, anything that you can do on your side to make sure that you're improving on that end. Anyway, so uh, so yeah, let's um, let's take a look at some of the comments real quick. Um, uh, Bramwin writes poetry, and she's, she has brought that up a number of times here, and we really appreciate that, Bramwin. And I believe, didn't you recently say you were uh, posting somewhere or uh, writing a book or something like that? Um, so anyways, um, Cass says, don't reboot. Uh, <laughs> Okay, we won't. Uh, <laughs> um, so, I, as far as myself, what do I do? I, I actually like to read. Uh, I read all kinds of stuff, and, um, and I also interact with so many people uh, virtually um, that I'm all, you know, and just, uh, and we can talk about that later. You probably heard about it in some of the other things that I do um, and in the support work that I do. Um, so, sometimes. It's about outreaching as well. Um, I think Cass is a prime example of that. Um, so, uh, and so just taking a look at this here. Um, Bramwin's working on chatbook. That's it. Okay. I, I knew I'd read something. Exercise. Okay. Right. So, Robin, what do you do for exercise? Uh, and Louise, Louise has joined a gym too. Uh, my second musical looks like it. Oh, wow. Holy cow. Uh, we would love to hear more about that, Louise. Absolutely. Um, so, uh, and, and... Oh, Lisa, fantastic. Yeah. Stephanie, very good. Very good. Um, Steph, if you, if you guys aren't looking at the, um, at the chat, um, Stephanie lives in a very accepting neighborhood. And any chance she gets, uh, she has coffee with the girls there. So. And Romy just likes spending money. <laughs> oh my gosh, Romy. Oh my gosh. Chloe stayed here this weekend because she lives a little more an hour away. It was just easier for, for her to come up over the weekend. And she's seen about 10 packages come into my house since she's been here. So, 
Oh, and uh, Louise also writes poetry. Okay, sounds like you and... Um, oh, wow, yeah, open mics, too. And Brian, we need to get together and talk about that. Um, Yoga with Cass, what, what's that? <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, no, Cass is a great yogi. Oh, my gosh. I did it for a month until I broke my wrist, and I haven't been back, so... Yeah, and those that you don't know, Diane Crow does have a Sunday. It took me a while to find it, Diane. <laughs> Sorry, I had to ask a friend. I kept looking for it, uh, and when uh, Kat was on your program, uh, she showed me how to find it. Uh, I don't know why I could never find it. But anyways, um, so uh, so yeah, uh, for those who are looking for something on a Sunday afternoon, um, you know, Diane's show would definitely be something uh, that would be uplifting to listen to. Uh, and Lisa is the East Coast Surf Champion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, Lisa, um, I've seen pictures of her and her longboard, and she's uh, down off the Virginia coast, and she likes to get out there as much as she can. So. Um, and, uh, okay. um, yeah, I've read some of Kat's real-life experiences, and uh, I know, you know, from my work with Kat, uh, uh, Kat Boss on... Uh, TGH, she, she does, she's been talking about some of the things that she's doing um, in New Zealand, including uh, currently working on uh, removing um, uh, conversion therapy as, um, even though it's written in a certain way that it's not supposed to be allowed, it's still uh, is in practice there, and she's working on, working with legislators to have that removed. Um, so she's having a great impact in New Zealand. Um, and Linda Ann is moving into a new neighborhood. Uh, oh wow! Yeah. Great. Yeah. Um, so so great. Um, did you talk him into one hundred foot wave? Yeah, I would like to see video of that. Oh my. Maybe, maybe there'll be a shark chasing her through that too. Uh, so. Um, and Ash Ashley um, mentions that she she runs and um, and I saw recently. I think I think Ashley, you ran your first. Uh, it, was it a marathon? I can't remember. Uh, it was a marathon. Maybe it was a half marathon. I can't remember. But yeah, as your authentic self. So, uh, it was great to see. So, yeah, I think that was over in West Virginia. Go, go, go Mountaineers. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> um, so yeah, um, uh, let's see what time we got. Yeah. Uh, so uh, other positive things I do for myself um, is I get up and, well, I need to get back in the habit of this. Um, I'd stop for a while, but I get up um, at about 5.30 in the morning and I go for uh, a nice fast-paced walk um, uh, around the local high school and get my 10,000 steps in before I even go to work. Uh, and yeah, that means I need to take a shower as soon as I get home. So it's a very fast-paced morning for me. Gets my blood flowing and gets me pumped for the day to sit at my desk and do computer work all day long. <laughs> Anyways, but it keeps me fit. Um, and uh, so, uh, so yeah, think about that. It, um, it definitely gave me a bit of a uh, hourglass too. So other benefits as well. Um, 51st marathon. Wow, you've done a lot of running. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, for those who don't know, I, you know, one of the things I do is I try to meet with uh, people who are um, uh, coming out first time themselves, and Ashley's one of those people that um, early on in her journey, uh, I met her when I, we, when I was living in Charlottesville, where she uh, lives, and uh, we met at a local um, 
uh, shopping center and went for a walk around the shopping center while we talked and then ate at Five Guys Burgers. Anyway, <laughs> so, uh, wow. but, so yeah, the, I mean, there's different ways um, that uh, we can also contribute while we're doing, uh, you know, and I'm telling you, there, there's as much benefit to them as it is, and there is to us. Uh, and it, it, you know, providing support to people is so fulfilling. And, um, and so I really think, you know, think about that. Um, be a big sister or a brother to somebody, but anyways. Um, so yeah, um, anything else before we move on to um, our next topic? We've got a few more minutes um, in our schedule. Well, Five Guys Burgers. Five Guys Burgers makes me happy. <laughs> Walk, burger, repeat. Well, yeah, I'll tell, I'll tell you what, the Five Guys fries are even better. So I'm glad I don't have a peanut allergy because they are just unbelievable. So, yeah. Aww. That, that warms my heart, Carol. Thank you. Um, uh, yeah, um, I think we help each other a lot. Uh, believe me, it's just as therapeutic to me as it is to you all. <laughs> um, so, yeah, f feel free to, to jump in anytime to help somebody else when you see them needing that help. Um, uh, that's great. I want to get to a point where you're at when I'm only recognized as female. Um, yeah, that's t coming out is really tough, Jerry. Um, and uh, that we we could make a whole episode on that. Um, I, as a matter of fact, I believe there was a recent episode on here that um, talked about um, about those uh, that. So you might want to take a look back at the past um, episodes we've had here um, at My Feminine Heart because we cover a lot of topics. And um, yeah. And Diane will help you eat your French fries while you're at it. <laughs> um, so, yeah, and, yeah, and Jerry, the um, uh, what you write there is you want to get to the point where you're only recognized as female. I have kept sort of a photo diary of the last, well, let's put it this way. I've been full-time Hannah Charlevoix since January 2nd. It'll be three years this January. So that's all the longer I've actually been full-time. And uh, before that, I dressed for a year and a half. And then before that, it was 37 years before that. So um, taking the hormones, growing my hair out. You know, um, almost everyone hates that I have this hair, but it's mine. And... I love it. I love it. I can do stuff with it. It's fun. Um, but uh, yeah, it, it, it took a long time. I was looking at photos of, of sort of my photo diary and I went, ooh, ow, ooh. You know, and I was, I said, you know, and, and Lisa Smith, God bless her, you know, she, she always said, oh, that wig that you had, da da da. And, and I, I finally told her like a year ago, like, would you stop it with the wig? You're, you're hurting my feelings. And she's like, okay, I'll, I'll never mention it again. And then I started looking at these pictures with the wig, Lisa. <laughs> oh my gosh, you were right, Lisa. <laughs> but we, we hate that she has it, Linda. It's so good. You know, oh. it, it, yeah, what's well, Linda's got good hair too, though. So, <laughs> um, ah, Branwen, natural hair. God, love it. God, love it. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I, I mean, just to go back to what I was saying, oh my gosh, patience is, is everything in, in this journey, you know, um, especially if, if you're going to fully transition, um, as a woman, I mean, it takes years. I mean, 
my face, my features are softer now, my hair is longer, my skin, um, you know, the way I talk, um, I definitely didn't, you know, and I don't have the most feminine voice, but it's definitely a passable feminine voice. Um, but it took a long time. And so, you know, telling, and I think one of the other things that you mentioned too was, you know, telling people, oh my gosh, you know, um, that, that's, that's hard. That's really hard. I mean, you don't know how people are going to react. Um, I've been blessed. I had, you know, I could count on one hand the number of negative responses I had from people I worked with, family, friends, friends from college, friends from high school. You know, so I'm, I'm blessed in that regard. Um, and, uh, but I think a lot of it has to do with, you know, how you treat people. And if they know you and love you, um, they may not understand it, but they'll be a lot more willing to accept it. And again, it's not every case, but, you know, it's just, you know, um, it, it is hard. Um, one thing I, I did, I, I remember about a year in, I was still wearing a wig, and, and I, said to my, or I said to my sister Christine, who lives out in Seattle, I said, am I feminine enough? And she says, you're asking me? Someone who's wear, wears it, no makeup, pulls her hair back in a ponytail, wears sweatpants and a t-shirt, if you're feminine enough. Um, you define your own femininity. And I think that's one of the most profound things anyone's ever said to me, especially when it comes to transition, because, you know, you've got... Gosh, how many definitions? I mean, how do you, how do you define what feminine is, or or what it it means to you? And that's what you really have to figure out is, um, you know, is it just passability, or is it um, feeling acceptance from a certain person? So, yeah, it's um, just work on what you can work on first, and that's the key. And, and celebrate it. I think. That's yes. kind of a general theme of what we're seeing here. I'm seeing uh, a lot of girls talking about uh, when they transitioned, you know, some of them 40 plus years ago. And, you know, I think that's still celebratable myself. Um, you know, because uh, one, I, I can see it being, you know, I would love to have been able to say that. Um, I saw another question about when did we first know that I was going to transition. I, you know, I remember praying and wishing that I was a girl when I was very young. Um, Me too. <laughs> uh, I didn't really understand any of it until I was in my 20s, and that's when I uh, realized I was transsexual. But I wasn't ready to do anything about it. Um, so it was about five years ago that I came out there. But, you know, now I celebrate. I, you know, you know I, I love my journey, at, and it's had some, some serious uh, uh, obstacles that have been placed in my way, but I'm still loving every minute of it. So, you know, or celebrating the hair, or celebrating <laughs> you know losing some weight, whatever it is. Yeah. You know, those <laughs> things are um, things to 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 congratulate yourself on and say, hey, you know, this is fantastic. Um, one of the things I used to do on uh, the websites, so, um, and this actually earned me the nickname Cupcake. Um, one of the girls was starting her HRT, and I asked her, well, did you celebrate it? And uh, the answer was, her answer was like, what? It's like, hey, you just started HRT. You just started 
an amazing journey. Why not celebrate it? And, and those so are I some of the fun things, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. I had a cupcake for her. So, you know, do, you know, just find reasons to celebrate. Um, uh, and it can be any time. You know, do it once a week, do it once a month, once a year, whatever you want. Um, so, um, so, yeah, find positives um, that, that you can uh, embrace and, uh, and yeah, celebrate. <laughs> so, anyways, yeah. um, okay. Uh, see if we get any more comments before uh, we move on Ron, to the next. Dance to music, celebrate, celebrate. There, dance. Oh well, I do love yeah. to dance. Anybody that's been around me knows that's. Uh, I love that. <laughs> um, so, any others that we need to look at? Nothing more for me than walking to the local store. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I definitely get a kick out of walking around the store and, and seeing the guys look at me. Anyways, <laughs> um, so yeah. Uh, so just little, various little things like that. Um, for every person you lose, you will gain a hundred. Oh, that's fantastic! Yes, um, uh, that's so true. I, I I could count on one hand the number of friends I had before I transitioned. Uh, now I have so oh, many yeah. that uh, you know it's, I can't keep track of them all. Um, you know, some really close, like my bestie. And some, uh, you know, I see on a regular basis, like Georgette and, and Erica and Lisa. Um, so, you know, um, enjoy the time you have. Um, and uh, so, yeah. All right. Um, so uh, one thing I just wanted to touch base. Carol, I don't know if, if we answered your question. Did we always know that we wanted to transition? Chloe, I, I think, answered. Um, but for me, my journey was so different. Um, I didn't know I wanted to transition until four years ago. I didn't even know I was transgender until four years ago. I had no name for it. I just knew it was something strange from when I was a, a youngster. Something that literally buried for 30 some years. So, no, um, it wasn't until my niece became my nephew. And I had just started cross-dressing again for the first time. Uh, so it was, I was about 50 when I started again. And the last time before that, I was 13 or 14. So there was a big hiatus there. Um, and once um, my uh, nephew, Paul, announced that he was no longer Maggie, it hit me like, like an oar against my head. I was like, oh my gosh, is that me? And so about a month or two months later, I went to um, a psychologist and she's like, oh yeah, yeah. So, uh, but that's, that's that's the one thing that I, I felt I needed to still respond to as far as the comments before we moved on. So, right. Great. yeah. Yeah, sorry, I didn't mean to step. Oh, no, 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 <laughs> well, you didn't know, so that's fine. Anyways, <laughs> okay, um, so the sec second topic we wanted to get to um, uh, was happiness through self-care and I look at it for myself and maybe some of y'all break it down a little bit differently that's fine uh, and welcome you to, to weigh in but I break them into three areas the physical the mental and the spiritual um, I think there's a spiritual side to all this as well um, we won't get into religion okay just right there um, but just know that um, that is a huge part of how I keep myself happy and balanced and um, when things aren't going well. I mean, spirituality uh, could be yoga, well, you know, meditation. Yeah, I mean, well, med I do yoga. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, I actually do yoga lattes or payu or whatever it's called nowadays. Um, that that helps my core. So there's another reason why I, you know, my waist uh, got down to where it was at. Um, so, but um, so uh, oh, you need to see me closer, Jerry. They're there. <laughs> yes, they're there. Good lighting. Yeah, the wrinkles. Very are there. good lighting. Makeup. Yes. Um, um, oh. Cast, uh, cast so, oh. Okay. Um, We'll see you later, Kat. I'll talk to you online here probably later this evening. All right. Um, so, uh, so the physical, um, you know, uh, you know, exercise and yoga um, are part of that for me. Um, and walking around a mall when I get a chance to. Um, uh, so, you know, and I think we've talked a little bit about some, you know, some of these things. But I'd like to hear some more about what others may be doing. Um, Part of the physical to me, which kind of goes between the physical and the mental, was something that um, that I learned uh, through therapy. Um, uh, my therapist, when I was going through some of the major stresses that I was going through, um, she kept hitting me up for uh, doing a somatic experience um, uh, exercise, and basically, um, it's a way of it's a hands-on thing that helps you learn to channel energy in your body um, uh, differently because you know it, it, the old self I kept it all here and for me I kept it all in my neck too uh, gosh my neck was tight as a drum but learning to let my body do what it does best in each of the organs so you know, when you think about some of the stuff that you have internal that's going on that's not so great uh, and the stress, um, channel it. You know, kidneys are designed to get rid of stuff. So is the, so is the colon, right? So even though you're not actually, you know, bodily using those things, it's still you can through mental exercise you can learn to channel those negative energies out of your body. And I do that uh, sometimes. If you see me just kind of stop, and I'm probably doing a somatic exercise for whatever reason. Um, just as a way to channel some stress out and not get hung up on whatever it is that might be bothering me and you know that's one thing we you know want to be clear on is neither of our journeys have been easy um, there's a lot of negatives and a lot of things that we could have gotten hung up on but, um, but we're, yeah I mean we could spend yeah another two sessions of that but we want to talk about yeah what makes us happy what and we wanted to find out what makes you happy too. So. Yeah. So yeah. so um, so and then the spiritual, you know, um, I, I daily into uh, you know bolstering my spiritual life, um, and for, honestly, even just throughout the day uh, when something hits, um, uh, I will you know rely on that as well. So um, and so I want to hear you know some of the things that you're all doing. Um, I Bramlin her poetry, graphic arts. Um, uh, uh, tending towards spiritual, so great, uh, getting in touch with that. Um, and uh, Jerry likes to dance. Jerry likes to dance. I like to dance, Jerry. And I, if, you're, if you're ever, um, I, I hear Columbus. Some Buckeye bars, it looks like. <laughs> uh, uh, so, yeah, uh, so. maybe I'll have to come to Columbus and visit. Um, I keep telling people that um, I'm going to head back to the Midwest um, and do another tour. I, I, well, that was another thing I did recently. Um, 
uh, it was a bit of a self a journey of self-discovery um, because you know I, I realized that some of the things I used to do aren't things that I like doing anymore so it's like well what do I like doing now and so recently I took a week-long trip and uh, went to uh, Nashville Tennessee and then from there I did a tour around through Memphis and Tupelo and Muscle Shoals and ended up in Atlanta at the Paradise Conference. Um, but um, in that, you know, I got to, you know, experience a lot of rock and roll history. And, I, you know, anybody that knows me knows I, you know, I, I, I'm still pretty much a hard rock, classic rock chick. <laughs> so anyways, um, so yeah, that means I'm stuck in the 70s and 80s. But anyway. <laughs> well, um, and all the places you visited were like the 50s, though, too. Well, that too. Was, was yeah, some well, records and, yeah. Well, that, that actually filled my knowledge of, of where some of the stuff I love came from. So it was actually quite the experience. So. You know things like that that you might want to do. Um, you know, self-discovery. And, and Hannah was my inspiration for taking the trip and just getting out the door and doing something. Um, yeah, yeah. The year before COVID, I I did a trip to, to the Smoky Mountains. I did the Skyline Drive in Virginia. Um, I went all the way up to um, the Thousand Islands in New York. So, and even though you know I'm a single woman. I, I felt comfortable to do that, and um, I had a blast, and it was self-discovery, you know. Um, so, you know, physically I went out and hiked. You know, mentally, you know, it cleared my head for a week. And spiritually, I mean, you know, you sit, you know, uh, just watch the St. Lawrence Seaway for, for an hour, or, you know, the top of, oh gosh, I forget what the mountaintop up in... Um, uh, in the Great Smokies is, but oh my gosh, I mean you can see for like hundreds of miles and it's just breathtaking, especially when you can see the clouds below you. That is, um, uh, yeah, it's just, it's a wonderful experience if you can do that. Um, not everyone might have the means, but I, I've got a minivan that that I turned into sort of an impromptu camper. You know, you put a, a, a cot in the back and um, you put some bins in for your little kitchen, and uh, had a blast. Really, a great time. Really, really great time. Oh, and okay, and um, scroll. Ah, um, uh, yes. Yeah, a little bit. Some, some things. Um, so, oh yeah, um, Maggie is a pianist, and um, I was a pianist when I was a teenager. Anyways, um, yeah, I was doing sonatinas and, and things. I, I, you know, but. I, I never really got to where I was doing it by ear, <laughs> um, but I, you know, and I played a trumpet too. I had probably the world's only folding trumpet, uh, and we won't even go into why that was. Anyways, <laughs> uh, so those are some of the things that I enjoyed, uh, and I've actually I, I've mentioned a couple of times getting get, getting one of those roll up pianos, some because I don't have the space for a full size piano now. Um, but uh, ask Tom Hanks; he's got one. <laughs> I could just put it on the stairs or, you know, one roll on the floor. Um, but, yeah, <laughs> I, you know, it, it, I do recall it was, you know, so I'm glad you brought that up. Um, and uh, and because, uh, yeah, it's something that I keep saying I'm going to do and I haven't gotten back to. Um, and Ashley loves to sing. I love to sing, too, to the radio. <laughs> um, I try to sing at karaoke. <laughs> 
So I avoid that while I oh. play because I'm not a got a great voice. <laughs> One of the things, though, with the roller coaster that's authentic self is do you sing a guy song or a girl song? And if you sing a girl song, can you actually sing a girl song? Um, so you, you try to find... Uh, well, my, my voice is actually... My natural voice is actually very, very deep. Um, I was actually um, high school uh, public address announcer for the basketball games and the football games. And I would just belt out, you know, well, I, I don't want to do it right now. But, um, but yeah, so it's, you know, you learn these things. So I, I knew that I had to find a type of song that I could sing, but it makes me happy, you know. And uh, when we went into COVID, Oh my gosh, I got a camera and a microphone and everything like that, and so I would record myself because, like, you know, what are we going to do? There's nothing to do, you know, so. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm seeing the, the theme of th friends, and that's part of why, you know, Cass came to us because she knew how good close of friends we are. We, we um, I mean, last year during COVID, we actually turned to each other a lot, uh, and we got out as much as we could to any venues that were still uh, playing live music because I love to go to live music and dance um, and um, but uh, when we were already very close friends by then uh, we'd actually met um, uh, on a support site um, for trans folks or well, cross-dressers at the time um, and um, it just it, things kind of weaved them back and forth for a little while but then eventually we just connected and we found that we just had so much in common oh uh, yeah oh my gosh yeah <laughs> Uh, par parallel paths for the most part, you know. Um, Jerry asks, how do I achieve my current voice? Um, really, Jerry, just looking online at instructors. I, I did try to take some voice lessons, but they were more trained in actual singing as opposed to trans, um, uh, learning that. And, I mean, actually, Chloe is, she can give you the signs sometimes, but basically <laughs> making... The cavity smaller is the biggest thing, and and she's like, well, you need to bring up your voice. You need to bring it up, <laughs> not from down. You need to bring it up. Yeah. And but the smaller the cavity, um, you know, and if you if you speak from closer, um, like under your nose, I don't. That's hard to explain. But but there's some great instructors, and there's been a few on on Trans Tuesdays. So um, yeah, it's you you can find. Um, whether it's through this site or through YouTube or whatever, or if you want to take lessons, um, they can get you to do it. So yeah. um, it, it's it. This is three years of doing this. So um, and it definitely wasn't this good even a year ago. So just like everything else, patience. So yeah. But but hard work. I mean, yeah. it, it is hard work. So yeah. But yeah, and consistent. You've got to consistently practice. Um, the, uh, probably that I actually took professional lessons for about a year and I really didn't feel like I got a whole lot out of it. Um, so then I found a couple of, uh, of online on YouTube videos that um, actually were very good at explaining how to discover the muscles that control certain things. And that's when I really started to, to change my voice and, and do a lot better. I, it's not perfect at this point, you know. If I if I'm online, or talking through the uh, McDonald's um, uh, 
thing. Uh, it, it cuts off, it, it, it's designed, knowing the electronics behind it, it's, it's designed to filter out the high, high notes. So if you've got any measure of low notes in your voice, even if it still sounds feminine, that's about the only thing that's going to come through. So, yeah. um, and since I work remote in IT and I do customer support a lot, um, it gets really difficult. I, I, you know, I've been misgendered a lot um, in working with customers, or some of them. You know, it's obvious they they're not sure, <laughs> and so that's when I, you know, try to modify my voice and just for the stupid online. But anyway. <laughs> but but one thing B, I do. B Arthur Range. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I saw that. B Arthur Range, uh, Brandon. Um, one thing that I I found sort of a trick is that people if their expectations are set appropriately, then they hear what you want them to hear. So it went from, yes sir, yes sir, yes sir, yes sir, yes sir, to where I would immediately, once I would either get on the phone with somebody, um, I would say, hi, my name is Hannah. And, you know, so that's what I, I would do, is I would put out Hannah. There's not too many guys named Hannah that I know. So it, automatically they say oh and, and so it triggers oh it's 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 a woman with a deeper voice yeah. so those are some of the things yeah, yeah. so let's let's bring it back to the self-care because yeah uh, yeah we've, we've had episodes that you know that kind of went down the, the path like this so really appreciate the input and glad to provide some input back and um, Louise I, I why don't you post a link to that uh, that video if it or from on SoundCloud or to the SoundCloud because I'd love to hear that um, and so, um, so I guess you know, learning your voice uh, is a measure of self care. But what you do in reaction to it is also a measure of self care. Yeah. You know, are you, um, you know, are you practicing? Are you, um, and when you get those struggles of somebody misgendering you, are you? Do you let it get you down, or do you just consider it a challenge? Or you, to you, you do could, a little bit better next time. <laughs> or, or you can make fun of it too. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah self-deprecation is awesome. Yeah, we're good at that. Yes, <laughs> yes. Um, no, you're not good at that. Um, get it? Yeah, I got oh, it. Oh no, I guess that wasn't self-deprecating. <laughs> that was deprecating you. That's not good. Anyway, um, but no, I mean, just someone misjudged. Oh, oh, I know. I've got a deep voice, or I've got a cold. You know, whatever. But. Um, but yeah, just just work at it, and it'll make you happy. You know, singing, you know, trying to find that song, whatever. You know, if if you like singing, do that. You know, but you know, if it, if it's gonna make you happy, any little change you'll notice. Yeah, do it. Do it. Yeah. So, is there anything else? Somebody, you know, for the stresses and things when things aren't going as well as they do, that that you part, you know, physical, mental, spiritual. That, that you particularly engage in to help pull yourself out of that, to get yourself back into a positive light or positive um, mode or mentality. I, I, that's what we want to encourage you all. Yeah, so, um, yeah, so uh, Luis, you know, found a cis teacher that helps. Um, but, oh, so, <laughs> wow. Uh, it, but you're stealth with your voice coach. Fantastic. <laughs> I think we all want to get there. <laughs> oh. um, so Bramlin goes and meets with friends for coffee. I come with it. I drive up here. 
Yeah. Uh, I come up here at least once a month to visit with my bestie, um, or she comes down. Yeah, and that's, um, we both love live music, so that's one of the things that really, I think, helps us mentally stay happy, um, is if we could see a, a band every week, we would, you know, yeah. and it could be a small band, whatever, it could be, a, you know, some guy playing on the street, you know, you, you throw the money in, yeah. why am I drawing a blank on what they're called, busker, no, busker, yeah, something like that. <laughs> is it yeah. a busker, the person that plays music for, um, Thank you. For money. So, uh, so Ashley, uh, Ashley, uh, been signing with her pet. Pet my dog? Yeah, I miss my dog. I wasn't, he was, you know, I had a border collie um, when I had the home and I moved into a small apartment. He was, he was already showing the signs of stress of it just being one person at home now with him. And, um, and I knew moving to an apartment with that, you know, border collies need room to roam. And uh, so I miss my dog. Um, so, and I know a number of y'all have pets, so a pet is definitely a, uh, a therapeutic, um, somebody, you know, and a companion. They're, they're more than just a, oh, an yeah. object. Your cat keeps me sane. My cat drove me nuts, uh, scratching everything. <laughs> uh, but I'm glad your cat keeps you sane. And Brandon, my cat made me so happy. I only had him for a year. Um, I had to put him down to age two and a half. Um, so it just, he had cancer through his whole abdomen. It was just riddled with cancer at the age of two and a half. So, um, yeah, I'd put him down a couple months ago, but oh my gosh, he, he was just the most awesome cat and he was just fun, adorable. He would fetch for me. He would fetch and bring things back to me. Um, yeah, I'm just like, okay, I've never seen a cat like that. You know, I never scratched anything. He was great, and I think pets are one of the most amazing things that um, uh, you know that keep us sane. Yeah. So. And, and I, I think one of the themes there is um, focusing on the positives. You know, I, I look back. You know, I, I could I could get wound up on the fact that I had to find another home for my dog, um, but um, you know, I just think about some of the cool and amazing things that dog did. Um, that their border collies are some of the smartest breeds around and just love that dog um you know and hannah you know so you you think about the good you know think about the good things you know focus on the positives mm -hmm. that, that's that's one thing i love about hannah is um, always we're always you know when i get down a little bit she 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 gets she gets me turned around and straightened back out yeah um, likewise <laughs> you know so your cat was probably a trans dog <laughs> Oh, that's that's funny. <laughs> that's trans species, though. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah. yeah. So, J Jerry, that was funny. That was funny. <laughs> okay. Um, so it's about quarter till. Um, uh, I mean, keep those ideas coming in. Um, but uh, we're going to go ahead and uh, transition <laughs> into positive support. Um, and so you know. Again, it's, it, it ties in with some of the things we've already discussed, but um, what areas do you find positive support? Um, and I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go straight to the virtual um, because that's kind of where I live. Um, one of them right here is, is my feminine heart. Um, being with the, the girls here and, uh, and, and, and the support we get from the CIS community as well uh, and some of the professional support that you know we can trust is not going to 
uh, be you know result in a negative uh, interaction is just amazing. Um, and another, um, most of you know, but some of you may not, um, uh, is um, uh, the work that I do. Brandon uh, mentioned it earlier, Crossdresser Heaven. Uh, that's actually where I, I, I call it making first contact. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, at the time it was the only of the two Heaven sites uh, that were there. And um, I loved it so much that I started helping them ambassadors there before uh, they even, before I was one. <laughs> and because uh, I just loved helping people. Uh, and that's where I discovered one of my passions is, is helping people. Um, so if I have a second career, that's probably where I will go. Um, uh, but I'm heavy into my IT and it's paying for my transition. So you gotta do what you gotta do. Um, and uh, that eventually uh, turned, we, you know, we, we, it was a very accepting community that uh, was um, brought together both cross-dresser and trans-identifying individuals um, in, in a transgender umbrella type of environment. Um, but what we found over time was um, that people who are in transition don't necessarily want to talk about clothes so much, and people who are primarily uh, focused on the dress. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sorry. She's a fashionista. Anyways, <laughs> um, so yeah, um, and then uh, and then crossdressers don't want to talk about hormones and surgeries and things like that. So um, so we ended up, uh, you know, was a, there was a there was a lot of internal um, thought and looking for for those who were leaving the site on whether to spin up the second site. So transgender heaven was formed, and uh, um, uh, I went over there and was a um, uh, one of the assistant managers and was uh, promoted a couple of years ago to be the manager of Transgender Heaven. Um, so, th you know, to me, those are my catharsis. Somebody said that earlier. Yeah, that they, they just as much to me as it, it, and I get as much just helping others. So, as as much as she was on the inside of those sites, you know, I was like I can see so many people um, on our feed right now participated in those sites, and that's where we met. And I think before she was ever even a moderator, I think we came on, she was a couple of months before I was. But she's the one that helped me discover myself. And to get through that first probably six months or so. Um, and then I sort of dropped off the face of the earth for a little bit. But, but once I knew that I was going to go out in public, um, one of the first events I went to, um, I met her in person. And we've been basically arm in arm almost ever since. Yeah. So um, she's definitely my best friend. Um, and I say without any qualifications, my best friend that I've ever had. Um, it's just um, just incredible. Um, you know, the amount of uh, care between trans sisters is just unbelievable. And I never experienced that in, in my life prior. The only time I ever got something like that was from my actual family. Um, never outside of that. And maybe, maybe it was just being a guy, and you know, guys are different. But, um, but oh my gosh, it, it was amazing. Yeah. And, um, you know, and we've been through so many events and so many things together. And, uh, um, but she's really the one that got me over the hump, so, of, 
trying to figure out that um, I'm not crazy. And um, it may not be the norm, but it's my normal. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, so I'm seeing a number of you. Thank you for those who uh, are my sisters uh, on CDH and TTH um, uh, for speaking up. Um, I see Bramlin mentioning sage for older LGBTQ. Um, it's maybe, a good seasoning, too. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it stands um, for anything. Brand, yeah, what does it stand yeah, for, Bramlin? And maybe describe that a little bit for us, because I'm not familiar with that one. Um, Scroll up. I think there was one other up higher above. Um, oops. Uh, Are you talking about support groups? Or? Yeah, Trans Central yeah. PA. Right. Uh, My group. Feminine Heart. Yeah, well, we talked about that start with anyways. Um, and she goes Diane, to Diane Crow Show. And an accepting bar in That's New right. York. Yeah, there's an accepting bar here in, in uh, Northern Virginia that. Yeah. Uh, Pretty much everybody knows <laughs> Freddy's. We talk about it all the time. Uh, I don't know if I'm allowed to say that. Ugh. I'm sorry. Scratch that. Um, anyways, um, um, I missed what's uh, CDH is Crossdresser Heaven, Georgia. Um, but so you know, one of the things that um, we run into frequently um, that I, I do stress with uh, members of the sites that um, is that it's not enough to have a virtual community, uh, virtual support network. Um, I think it's it's a great resource, um, but you really need whatever you can find local. And for me, it's fine. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> anyways, um, but um, finding you know local resources. So when I lived in Charlottesville, um, there were a few girls that were out, but not not many. I um, um, that I was aware of, anyways, at the time. Um, there are a few, but not weren't very many that were out in public, and um, so I actually made the trek to from Charlottesville to Richmond and to to D.C. to build a support network uh, at at the prompting of my therapist, um, uh, and I'm going to tell you nothing could have been more fortuitous for me for when the crap hit the fan. Um, having people that I could go and just get a hug from when it was falling apart was beyond measure. And a number of those people are members here on My Feminine Heart. Um, and uh, so, I, so I, I always, when people come looking at, well, there's nothing. I live out in the middle of Montana. Seriously, um, you know, okay, first thing I look for is, um, is, um, P-Flag, because uh, uh, there are a lot of trans groups that have partnered with, you know, P-Flag is more for youth, um, parents, friends, and uh, lesbians and gays, but it, um, at least the one, the ones that I'm familiar with are more oriented toward youth, but the, a lot of times they do partner with trans uh, uh, support groups that have been formed locally and help support that. And, and there's, I mean, you know, sometimes it's, okay, guess what? You need to be the change in your area. Because um, if there's nothing there, truly nothing there, then then you know there's one in 300 Americans are trans to some extent. Um, so if you live in a community of 30,000, guess what? There's at least a hundred of you there, um, and we're so hard to find each other. But it, until something becomes visible, we don't know, um, and so. You know, be the change is, is another thing that I encourage people to do. So, um, 
but you know, there's all kinds of resources. Just just Google your local area. Some people don't even know to do that. They come on the site and have you ever done this? No. <laughs> they found us because we're pretty visible, but you know, because we are an online resource. But you know, I, I direct people to find something local. Um, yeah, and I know in my community there are some. An organization that just got their first building, literally they cut the ribbons this past week for everyone in, in the LGBTQ uh, community. So, yeah, it's in, and this was once a very, very conservative area. But um, but even the conservative people around here have had got no issues with, with you know, trans people. So, um, I, I think that's just, you know, time. What, you know, it, it's... There, well, there's a lot of factors, but um, but yeah, I mean, acceptance is coming along, and you know, especially the younger generation. So yeah, Terry, I'm not sure who you asking about being in Texas. Um, um, oh wait a minute, there are a few trans out here, okay. most in the closet. Yeah, I mean that's that's true. Uh, in Central Virginia, I mean, you know, only a couple hours from D.C., it was felt like I was in the you know on. I used to call it living on the edge of Nevermore because. Literally, I lived in the middle of a cow pasture, and everything <laughs> south of me was nothing but cow pastures and forests. Um, so, mm -hmm. you know, uh, I get it. Um, you can be close to something and not even know that it's there when you live rural. So yeah. it's, it's a different world for, pe uh, for, for trans people that live rural um, and, and connecting. So, um, and things like Keystone. Uh, that was brought up. The, the conferences that are out there oh, yeah. are great places to get to meet people, but you know, they only happen once a year. Um, at least that one, each one of them. But guess what? There's, I mean, now there's so many. Uh, it's the, in regional, you know, there's uh, um, Paradise in Atlanta, Keystone in Pennsylvania, first event in Boston, uh, Fantasia Fair. I don't know if that's considered well, a conference, but Detroit, there's uh, Las Vegas, yeah, Detroit, there's Seattle. Yeah, there's um, so. yeah, there's 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 stuff all around the country happening. Um, there was a recent one down in uh, Palm Springs area, Desert Crossing Crossroads, I think it was. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, there's always something going on. So um, so those are places to meet uh, and make connections as well. Um, I remember my first time at Keystone. They had a they had a map up there, uh, of a, a global map, and they had pins. And I mean, there was, there was people from Australia. Um, there was one from uh, Israel. We got to know her. Jim, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Jindy. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, so yeah, there's, you know, there's different resources to find to help you to help you connect. Um, so and and find the support network, you know, people that can help you. Um, uh, and so that's really what's you know that's what support's about. It's helping each other. Um, it's not all got to be about professional support. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. We Absolutely. are we are our own best support. <laughs> anyway. All uh, right. Um, well, we're we're yeah. coming. And I love it. I'm see, I'm seeing people connect right oh, here. Oh, I know. This is awesome. <laughs> yeah. So uh, so that's yeah, the, the, the chat <laughs> the chat line is is very interactive between our. Uh, uh, our, our viewership. Yeah. So very good, very yeah, good. Yeah. Making connections and hopefully making yeah. happiness. Yeah. And I want to come back around to my yeah, Jindy. Um, uh, my feminine heart. Uh, when when we were founding, there was just I mean I think it was twenty five. I think it was Cass. I think was the initial size of the group. And now look at it. Uh, it's it's growing leaps and bounds. And I, I, I'm I'm seeing 
uh, at least 14 viewers right now, but I think we had more than that at one point. But anyways, um, yep. church is part of the support network. Yes. Absolutely. Fantastic. Absolutely. A lot of churches do support. Um, going back to the um, uh, back to the um, uh, you know, spiritual part of it. Um, and you're on the board. Fantastic. I know Kat kind of does some of that too. But, Very um, good. So yeah. So I really appreciate uh, all the input. Uh, we had one person a week sign up. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I was, I think I was closer to the end of that too. <laughs> yeah, dragging my feet. <laughs> All right. Well, um, yeah. if, if, if we're going to open it up a little bit here to any remaining thoughts, uh, and then we'll wrap up. Yeah, uh, we'd like to hear anybody. Yeah, anything. You know, um, thoughts, comments, questions, and. Uh, we don't have much. We'll wrap up for the day, but um, uh, we will we will monitor for the moment. Um, so yeah, uh, transition San Fran in the seventies. Um, it is possible everywhere now. That that is so true. Wow. Um, I know people that are flying. You know, they're flying across the country for surgeries and whatever else. But I mean, honestly, that's only one piece of transition, right? Um, uh, so, you know, the, the social and um, um, transition is, um, you know, and the legal transition are huge pieces of it. Um, oh, yeah. I, I did, I frankly, that I did those me, first. That made me happy. I did those. I had to do, I had to do my Getting social. Getting my first driver's license yeah. with Hannah on it. <laughs> I had to do my social and legal together because I worked in healthcare, And HIPAA laws meant my badge had to match my identity. And so... Um, yeah, and I came out to my staff and came back the next day, or well, Monday, uh, as my true self. Um, so, um, and I already had my name and everything changed. So, yeah, um, a lot to go on. Um, All right. Okay, well, well some yeah. housekeeping. All right. Uh, first, thank you, Cass, uh, for uh, letting us roll the roost for an evening. Uh, it's been a blast. And, um, just to let everybody know, there's no Trans Tuesday next week. Um, Cass is uh, heading to Lake Erie uh, to the Sisters Gala up there along with some of the My Feminine Heart experts. So um, you might recognize if you're up there like uh, Lindsay Taub, Liz Tattersall, and Beth McKinley. So if you're heading to Erie, be sure to connect with those ladies. Yeah. Uh, and. Um also, remember, next week, for those of you who may not be currently members of uh, My Feminine Heart, uh, we only open the membership uh, a few times a year, and next week we will uh, we'll be opening a new membership opening. Uh, it's only $12 a month, and if you want to learn a little bit more, go to MyFeminineHeart.com. Uh, there's probably a link in the, uh, in the Facebook group as well, but um, yeah, just myfeminineheart.com mm -hmm. uh, and uh, if you do sign up uh, uh, or if you're already a member uh, there will be a zoom social for members only Tuesday November 23rd Tuesday 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 <laughs> just remember Tuesday is your my feminine heart day uh, the social be a follow-up from the preparing for affirming surgery discussion panel last month if you didn't get a chance to see that um, uh, take a look, uh, Cass. Maybe you can put on how they can get to that. Um, 
in, in that social club members will be able to share all their advice and experiences with one another in regards to the surgical and hormonal side of transition. Uh, if you'd like to be part of the social and join in amazing aspects of our sisterhood, be sure to send an email to info at CassandraStorm.com. Last but not least, don't delay in getting your copy of Dr. Ann Cook's book. It never goes away. Gender transition at a mature age. Um, that's the book that the club members uh, voted upon uh, for the uh, the next book club discussion, which will be happening in December. So, um, thank you, yeah. everyone, yep. and for joining us this evening. And we love you, and have a great night. Click and live video now. Bye. Bye. Never miss a single podcast by signing up for our newsletter at myfeminineheart.com.